This is Blair Johnson, and you are listening to Proverbs 9-9 Podcast Ministry. For more information, you can visit www.fbcrockville.org. Now a word from our high school and college pastor. Well, it's great to be back with you on Proverbs 9-9, and today we're going to be talking about uh, what it's like to live a life for Christ on a college campus. And today I have with me uh, Lauren Fitzke and Blair Johnson, who are two of our college students. Uh, both of them attend a local uh, university here, Winthrop. And so I appreciate you guys coming in and talking uh, with me through this and talking to our audience. And, and so the question to set you up on it is how to live a life for Christ on a college campus. And, and here's the truth. We know that uh, high school and college, there's this big difference. Uh, Blair, you're what grade now in, in college? I'm a senior. Senior, getting ready to graduate. And Lauren, what are you? I'm a junior. Junior, awesome. So y'all, y'all are a little ways removed from high school, but you would agree that high school and college kind of have some of the same dynamics uh, when it comes to living your life of faith uh, within your peers, those that either go to church or don't go to church. Uh, but there's also some different challenges that you probably see in college because you're expected to be a grown-up. You're expected to uh, be able to do things a little bit different, a little more independent, and your professors probably really don't care if they hurt your feelings sometimes, like in high school. Would you agree with that? For sure. Yes. Yeah, so, so what, t- tell our audience a little bit. Um, so y'all been there four and three years, respectively, on on Winthrop's uh, campus, uh, and this isn't a, a Winthrop bashing thing. I, I think this transcends... Uh, whether how to live for Christ, whether you're on a Christian campus or even whether you're on a, a secular um, university or small college campus. So what are some of the issues um, specifically or in general that maybe the two of y'all have faced uh, on a college campus versus maybe a high school campus when it comes to dealing with other people, when it comes to dealing with situations, dealing with professors, um, organizations, clubs that you can be a part of, maybe that you were in high school or you weren't in high school, but now you are in college. Uh, for instance, like FCA or the Bible Club or BCM or things like that. So j- just talk a little bit about your last three or four years on the college campus and what that's been like in relationship to trying to live your life for Christ. Yeah, I would say there's a few different challenges in what you would say from differences from high school to college. In college, you're, it's more of your relationship with the Lord. It's not your parents making you go to church. You're choosing to get involved in BCM, getting involved in small group and local churches, um, so you have to take initiative for your relationship with Christ and pour in. And then that's when you try to pour into other people and be the light. And Winthrop's a very diverse school. So being able to just be the light, be set apart is different. It can be hard at times when all the different things are coming at you, but just choosing to be different. Okay. So to be fair, though, um, you live here in Rock Hill, right, where your university is. So, um Yes, you got to be independent of your parents, but you also found yourself going to church where you grew up at and then where your parents go to church at. And uh, But what was the expectation from your parents? Was there an expectation that, Blair, you're off to college, but I don't care, you're coming back here to go to, to church? Or was it, we're going to let her figure this out? Yeah, for me, it was never like being forced to go to church. It was always a desire to come. So for me, it was just exciting to be able to get plugged into a different ministry within the church or starting of a new ministry and pouring into different age people. So it wasn't like my parents forced me to come. Okay. And Lauren, I don't believe you're from Rock Hill. So where are you from? And then how was that dynamic with you? Was it, do you feel like that you have a little freedom or you had a little freedom, whether you wanted to or not wanted or did not want to go to church and kind of tell us a little bit about that. Right. So I'm from Florence, South Carolina, which is two hours away from Rock Hill. So when I came to Winthrop, I was 
like kind of on my own, away from my parents, away from kind of like that previous authority that I had lived under. And so I had a lot of freedom and I don't think I even knew how much freedom I had until I like got to college. And the only time like I spoke to my parents was like on the phone, like maybe once a day. So it was once a day. Yeah, it was. It was probably about once a day at first. <laughs> you know, all, all all the responsibility comes with problems. So, um, I had to. It was like kind of the first time that I had to like own up to my faith for myself because it wasn't just like a routine that, you know, I'm at home. I'm go to high school. Like we go to church every Sunday and Wednesday night. It was you have to choose to go to church. You have to choose to find you know a group of Christian friends. You have to choose to read your Bible. Like there's no one, you know forcing me to do that or even just the routine of doing that. Like I had to choose that for myself. Right. So would both of you say that you had a strong um, biblical relational foundation when it came to church and your relationship with Christ before you entered college? Absolutely. I would say I had a strong relationship, but I would say I have an even stronger relationship now. Okay. Lauren? Yeah, I would agree. I had a lot of like the head knowledge coming into college, but like throughout my college years, it's really turned into like heart knowledge and like a love for the Lord and for his word and more than it ever was in high school because it was like me doing it independently and, you know, because I wanted to do it, not because I had to. Right. So I I guess it was easy for y'all when you got here um, to Lauren for you to find a church because you probably plugged in with friends first and then church. I'll let you talk about that in a second. Blair, you were already here. So you, you were close enough, matter of fact, very close to your home church. uh, So you were able to go there, but um, what outside of church and home, what, what kept you motivated in going to church? Cause I'm assuming on a college campus, um, with the freedom that you talked about a minute ago, you could have come up with every excuse why you couldn't go to church. Um, Lauren, we talked about you being out of town. So first, what came first for you finding a church or finding friends that invited you to a church? Um, well, it was kind of like both at the same time, I guess, because I went to um, BCM and I met like a good group of friends there, including Blair, who, you know, brought me to her church eventually. But I guess I kind of went to a couple of different churches trying to find like the best fit at first. And then I came to First Baptist. So I guess they kind of went together hand in hand. OK, so BCM is what drew you to a church, not a church drew you to BCM. Correct. OK, very well. And Blair, you started to say something a minute ago. Um, I was just going to say that community was important for me. So having the community that kept me coming, but seeing lives change and having the friends that we really do life with together outside of church, but also do the church together too. Right. So it's kind of a unique dynamic with the two of y'all being from different locations because Blair, you left, went to school in your hometown, already connected to a church and then joined a parachurch organization, which is what BCM would be considered uh, the Baptist Collegiate Ministry. And then in that, Lauren, you were coming from your hometown and you joined a parachurch organization to find a church. So really God set the two of y'all up where one is going into an organization because you're from here. The other one is is coming into a church because you met somebody through that organization. So I would say for those students that are listening or parents, I think it's important, I'll let y'all comment on it, that whenever you go off to college, uh, no matter whether it's in your own town or whether you go somewhere Anderson, Clemson, South Carolina, Charleston, uh, that it's important, one, to connect with the right friends because the right friends will connect you with the right organizations, which would connect you to the right church. Would, would y'all agree with that? I would definitely say I agree with that. BCM was where I met my friends um, who love Jesus, who point me, closer, um, point me to him to draw me closer to him, and have just been my accountability partners when life gets hard and keep me straight. All right. Well, good. So... On a college campus versus high school, um, 
just the two of y'all talk a little bit. What what would be some of your major differences when it comes to how to maintain that relationship and follow after Christ? What would be some of the differences on a college campus versus a high school campus? I would say on a college campus, there's a lot more diversity. There's a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds um, that you have to choose to live your life for Christ, to be bold in your faith and share the gospel, because sometimes that might be the only um, time those people have heard the gospel. So for me, I was in a class that Winthrop makes us take, which is HMXP, which is an English class. And three of the 20 were Christians and said, I mean, our professor asked. And so for my final project, I was able to utilize that moment and share the gospel and share my faith with the class. Right. Yeah, there's just, you really have to take the opportunities to share Christ when you see him. Because it's not like you have like a reputation when you're in high school that like, oh, you're a Christian. Oh, you go to church. Like you kind of have to make the reputation for yourself that you are a Christ follower and that, you know, you go to church and BCM. So it's kind of like, for me, it was kind of like starting over, like, you know, with my, with my um, walk, not walk with Christ, but you know, how other perceived me as I, I was a Christian. So, I mean, I had to like make those choices for myself to like, you know, let Christ shine through me. Yeah, I would say that college campuses are also a huge mission field. I know Winthrop has a lot of students um, interna- from interna- internationally, and just to be able to, this might be the only time they hear, so just to go and share. Okay. One of the things that I hear college students say, the books and the statistics back it up, are that when students take off and go to college, they tend to check their faith at the door, at the admissions desk, and they'll live four years of life in college. And then if they decide to, they'll circle back around to that. Um, Would you say either one of y'all have seen from your experience students that maybe come in that talk about their faith quietly in the corner of the coffee shop or at Chick-fil-A or whatever, uh, but yet when you see them on campus and participating in some of the things they're participating in, that they would fit kind of that mold. Like like we heard with Dr. Ross this past weekend when when he said that you had kind of these people in the middle. They, They weren't seeking and trying to find what that higher power was. They weren't a disciple of Christ. They were kind of in that middle, one foot in the world, one foot in the church. And so would you say where you've seen students do that? And I guess a follow-up question to that would be, um, in seeing any of that, if you have, have you seen where any of those students have struggled either socially or or in school or just emotionally being away from maybe what is considered home? Yeah, I would definitely say for me, I've seen that several times that people come in on fire for the Lord, like I'm going to stay faithful through college, and then they get involved in some wrong organizations and just make that their priority over the relationship with Jesus. Um, I've seen them struggle uh, mentally, physically, spiritually, and it just shows that they're just struggling. Yeah, I mean, just like college, like any other population of the world, there's going to be people that claim the name of Christ but don't follow through with it. So it definitely impacts, you know, their spiritual life and, you know, eventually, like Blair said, pours over into their other aspects of their life as well. All right. Matthew 6.33 is Jesus' teaching. Five and six go together. Uh, some would say four, five, and six, but Matthew 5 and 6 were the Sermon on the Mount. And so in 6.33, Jesus makes this statement as he's following up in the previous verses before that, talking about being anxious. And one of the things I think about when students take off and go to college is they get very anxious. Uh, they, they get worried about their grades. They get worried sometimes about the freedom they have, like Lauren talked about a minute ago. They get worried about are they going to have money because it's hard to maintain a job your first couple of years in college and do the, the, the course study material that they ask you to do. 
Um, and then with the school like Winthrop, where they ask you to do maybe a couple of little extra things, you're kind of like, well, where do I even fit making money in that? So they start struggling with, okay, I used all my Chick-fil-A dollars the first 20 days of school. Now what, how do I eat the last 10 days? So anxiety and being anxious is one of those things. And Jesus was talking, and he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Um, and then he goes on to say, and all these things will be given to you. And so we can't just say seek first the kingdom of God, right? We would love to tell college students that as they're coming in, just seek first the kingdom of God and you'll be okay. Um, But there's a lot of wisdom in that, right? So when you come into a college campus, uh, if you're seeking God first, God, what do you want me to take? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to be my major? Who do you want to be my friends? Can y'all see where that might be beneficial as a freshman rolling onto a college campus? Yeah, that's actually one thing I always tell the girls in my Bible study. Like when you put the Lord first and prioritize your time with Him, then He's going to work out all the other details. Um, so when we spend time with our with Him and the Word in the morning or make Him a priority, then He helps work out the stress and anxiety and will provide for us. Yeah, I feel like the key word is like priority because that doesn't mean that you're not um, working through other things and you're not, you know, like doing well, trying to do well in school and trying to find that group of Christian friends. It's you're also, but you're putting him first above that. Not that none of that other stuff is important, but it's not as important as your relationship with Christ. So once you put that first, I feel in my college experience, everything else, you know, um, tends to work out where to where I have like the peace of Christ. Right, right. So, you know, when we look at that scripture, he says, seek first. And the word seek there is a present imperative tense. So when he speaks it, it's, it's a matter of, by present imperative, it's a matter of pursuing and constantly pursuing after Christ. And so I think the two of y'all would agree that if you get into a college, if you go to college campus and you're part of a church body at home and you don't seek God in um, direction in your classes, direction of your friends, direction of clubs you want to be a part of, or whether you should be a part of BCM or part of a fraternity or a sorority, um, if you don't seek him, if you're not consistently pursuing him in the present imperative, um, then you can get caught, lost in the weeds of the college campus and running down some trails. And um, so I, I appreciate you guys coming in talking about that. Um, I know there's struggles that exist on the campus, but I, I would say that probably one of the most important things uh, is maintaining that relationship with Christ, even when you go to college, uh, because your university, your your junior college, your community college doesn't dictate your relationship with Christ. You do. And so you get to maintain that. And uh, the struggles that you find, the anxiety you find in that, he will help you through that. Um, so it, as we're talking about students that are maybe living on campus, uh, they're freshmen through seniors, or ones that are getting ready to go to college, um, I'm going to ask you two questions, and then we'll we'll kind of cut this podcast off. First question is this, what advice would you have for them? And that's a question for both of you. And then when it comes to parents that are trying to advise their students, because y'all are juniors and seniors, so y'all have been there for a while. If you were advising your um, Christian teenager who's getting ready to go to campus and you could say, mom, dad, listen to me for a minute, make sure they know this. All right. So what would you tell an incoming freshman and what would you tell mom and dad before they put that freshman out into that college campus? Um, my biggest advice would be to find community, to find people that are like-minded to um, support you and point you to Jesus. So one of the biggest things that helped me um, find those people were going to BCM, getting involved in a Bible study, and not just going and leaving, but finding the relationships and building friendships with the people there. And my biggest advice for the parents would be, of course, just to pray for your child for wisdom and um, guidance as they're going through, but also encourage them and 
be an accountability partner to help them find that community. It's not always going to be fun. It's going to be awkward sometimes, but it's worth pushing through the awkwardness to find that community. Yeah, my um, piece of advice would be very similar to Blair's because I feel like it's um, important in both of our college lives, but to find like that good group of a solid like Christian community. And sometimes like I just spent like the whole, my whole senior year of high school, just like praying for that like solid group of friends that'll push me towards the Lord. And he was beyond faithful in giving me so many people that have pushed me towards the Lord. And so, you know, pray for that. Go to places where you would probably find, you know, Christians and um, like-minded people and pursue those relationships. And because honestly, in my college walk, it's helped me avoid a lot of temptations that I may have faced if I didn't have like those group of people to, you know, bond with and walk through life with. And then my um, piece of advice, is it a piece of advice for like the parents or the students? Yeah, for the parents that are sending their students off on a college campus, if, if your mom and dad could have spoke something to you, or maybe they did, that was a piece of advice for you that's helped you during your last three years in college, what would that be that you tell parents to tell their students? Just do your best. That's what my parents told me, and it's really helped me because, I mean, I can't be perfect, I even though I try, but I just try to do my best like they've told me. Yeah, my mom always told me, be who you were created to be. Uh, there you go. Well, parents, um, I hope that this podcast has helped you understanding that it is possible for your students to maintain their walk with Christ, to live for him even on a college campus, no matter whether you send them to Anderson or Charleston Southern or uh, whether you send them to uh, Winthrop. And, and I think it's even possible if you send them to Furman. Uh, we, we know that those schools, all of them uh, have their issues, all of them, different things happen. Um, but it is up to the individual student. So uh, take take some of this advice, and I hope you found it to be uh, very beneficial for you. So until next time, this is Chris on Proverbs 9-9. Hope you have a great day.